Hi, and welcome again to the Yes and I Am podcast, the podcast where we learn about people. I'm Aaron Max, and today's guest I am really, really excited about. I have been a fan of this person since I was a kid. Just recently found out that she was in her first band before I was even born. But uh, you might know her for her solo work. She's done incredible things. I am talking about recording artist Gwen Stefani. How's it going, Gwen? Oh, it's going so well. I'm very, very excited to be here. What brings you to New York? Well, you know, um, the voice. I took a little break from the voice. And now I'm in New York, and I'm just sussing it out, seeing if maybe, you know, I want to do a show on Broadway. Everybody else is writing shows for Broadway. Yeah, I find that, like, a lot of our uh, singers that come on to the show do have interest in doing Broadway performances. Oh, no, I don't want to perform on Broadway. I'm, I'm past that, I think. I want to just, like, write and maybe take a little bit of my music to Broadway. Maybe I'll dance, but I don't really think that's, you know, being the star. And I don't... Is there another artist that has done that that you would want to model it around? Um, I, I don't know. I mean, honestly, I would say I like the idea of U2, but they're terrible, and Bono is... The Wait, what worst. was U2's show? I, they I did don't... the terrible Spider-Man that I oh, took the my turn boys out the to dark. see. I yes. took my sons to see it, and even they hated it. They were like, this is terrible. And I said, you're right, children. I mean, uh, it, it w- I wish I had seen it. No, you it... don't. It was a total waste. I paid so much money for like third row center, and it was a disaster. I mean, it couldn't have been that much money. I mean, you are... Quite affluent. Yeah, 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 yeah. But you know how I stay affluent is by maintaining good spending habits. Good spending habits. Yeah. I grew up with not that much money, I think. And, you know, my family, we are Midwestern in the in the center. Wait, Midwestern? You uh, not... grew up in California. Right, right, right. I'm talking about, like, the Midwestern of California. And okay. we just are very sensible people. You know, when I was little, I just thought I'd have this reasonable life and this reasonably sized house with several children and a loving husband. And then my career happened and... I haven't let go of those choices, you know? Uh, yeah, I mean, so w- when you say husband, uh, y- you've had actually a few famous relationships. That's true. That's true. Uh, your, your first being to the bassist of No Doubt, uh, Tony Canal, who uh, influenced a lot of your music. Yeah, Tone, he, uh, he and I, we, we influenced each other, I think, quite a bit. I mean, like, to the point where some of your most famous songs are about your like tumultuous relationship with him. Sure. I mean, when we were writing songs together, we had that conversation of like, should we talk about ourselves? Should we talk about this relationship in public, in this very public forum of music? And at that time, honestly, we were like only a few, you know, thousand people listen to our songs. So let's just be honest. Let's be true to the music. Let's be true to the uh, the story of it. And so then when it got a little bigger and things started getting even rockier, uh, I just leaned in harder and I wanted to share my truth with my fans. You know what I mean? What, what would you say your uh, the, the pinnacle of that relationship? What song embodies the pinnacle of that tumultuous relationship? Gosh, there are so many songs. Um, I, uh, the song that really just for me speaks about all of my relationships is... Uh, is uh, speaks is don't don't speak 
right? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. That is a very popular song. It's so popular. And it's because it's really rings true for everyone where it's that, that feeling of the tumult of inside of do I stand up for myself or do I keep it inside or do I, you know, um, oh, gosh, it's just, it's so emotional for me to even think about it because I have so many other songs, but that one really is just like the, the, the culmination of it all, if you will. Interesting. Now, you said uh, marriage. Uh, you were married for uh, 14 years to actually the lead singer of the band Bush. Yeah. Uh, Gavin. Gavin. Yeah. He and I had multiple weddings. You know, I loved him so much that I was like, I can't just marry you one time. So I had a pink dress. It was amazing. Um, are, are you still in contact? I know you have three kids together. Three. We have three kids together. That's yeah. right. Um, yes, we, we talk, but it's mostly about the boys and, you know, relationships when they end, it's, it's complicated. And so in an effort to be grown, mature adults, you know, we both are moving on romantically and um, we talk, but it's mostly about parenting our three children together. How, how how have the kids responded to your new relationship with Blake Shelton? Oh, well, you know, at first it, they um, just saw him as Blake, my friend. Um, but then they, they, we, you know, as you know, Blake and I met coaching on The Voice, uh, which I was reticent to do, honestly. And then I thought, you know what? Take a chance. See what happens. Open yourself up to this thing. And then I met Blake, and he is a natural uh, father, and he's not trying to be a father to my my children. He just is very comfortable with them. He's not. Um, he doesn't. He's I just. I mean, very, he does have kids of his own. Sure, sure, and I know that. I've I've met many of them. Um, I just I just think it's very nice that he understands where I'm coming from, and he has his own history and it's, it's his own divorce. His own divorce. Yeah, that's I've gotten a few phone calls. Um, and, and I, I, I would rather not get those phone calls from Miranda, but you know, you can't, you can't help yourself. It just is, life is messy and that's, that's why you find people who are good for you and you just push through, you just move forward with them. Now you've been credited for having like an interesting sense of style. You've worn your own fashion line called Lamb. I, I noticed you're wearing something today. Oh, you bet. Uh, this belt. This belt is my new favorite accessory. It just really covers the entire torso. Um, because, like, when you're so fit, you want to be able to accentuate curves that you maybe don't have because you have no body fat. And so this belt really helps make it look like you're more curvaceous, which, you know, obviously I'm not saying that we need to appeal to the male patriarchal sensibility of what is beautiful, but this belt makes me feel beautiful. Very cool. What has it been like working in the fashion industry and having your own clothing line and such? Honestly, it's been pretty amazing, but I am fully aware that I have entered into this business from a point of view where people already are listening to my ideas and I haven't had to claw my way up from the bottom like a lot of designers do. And, you know, and I treat people well. I'm not like Kanye. You know, I'm taking care of my team and my designers and I feel like it's really collaborative um, and people really take into account what I think is helpful, but I don't have too many, like, yes men. You know what I mean? It's not anybody standing around being like, that's a great idea, Gwen, when I, they don't think it is. You know what I mean? It's interesting you say that, because you've caught a little bit of flack for uh, culturally appropriating uh, Japanese culture in your Harajuku. I mean, 
listen, I wouldn't say culturally appropriating, okay? Everyone, we are global people. We are one race, and that is the human race, my good friend Garth Brooks says on all his billboards. And I just think it's really important for us to recognize that just because the Japanese have said something is theirs, does that make it theirs? I mean, it it does seem like you're tokenizing and using their culture as a fashion. Tokenizing. I mean, I'm I'm taking it uh, and advancing its popularity it's widespread notoriety but i i'm doing it in a very respectful way you know i've i I had a music video where i used a lot of the japanese culture and for uh those dancers they made a lot of money and those you know when they came on tour with me and i don't feel like that's appropriating interesting you say that uh because i i mean that's a small select amount of the community we generally don't like to go into like culture politics and all that here but i find this incredibly interesting because you went from this like ska punk artist to like this uh pop star that very much uh, it felt like fetishization of the japanese culture is that a question I don't know. I I I just you can't wanted your say comment. something like that. that uh, well, I don't know how to comment on that because you said we don't want to talk about you know political uh, opinions and we don't want to talk about cultural you know. And then you just make a statement that's not really a question. I want to apologize to my fans, I guess, if they feel like I appropriated the Japanese culture. But I think it's more of a celebration, right? And I um, found a lot of success with their style and with their you know movements and i i'm not gonna apologize for enjoying that for celebrating no, I, it. I just guess like how do you give back to the community that you've borrowed from oh well i mean they enjoy my music you know and people i feel like a lot of people now go to japan because they were like wow i want to see more of that because of your music? Well, I'm not if they didn't had never seen my music you know who's to say who would who would be going to japan and who wouldn't be going to japan Fair enough. Now, your most recent album you released was actually a Christmas album. What made you want to go into the holiday music? Christmas. Who doesn't love Christmas? Plus, when you're dating a country guy, you got to get real down home and country. And there's nothing more down home south of the U.S. than Christmas. I mean, you never had, like, pushed yourself as, like, a religious person before... Uh, your relationship with Christmas is for everyone. Christmas is not, I mean, obviously it's a Christian holiday. I get it that the Jews don't want to celebrate Christmas. I understand that, but we know we like that. They don't want to celebrate Christmas. No, they don't want to. They, they think it's tacky. And for the um, listeners out there, just, uh, FYI, I I am Jewish. Well, I'm not, I'm not insulting your faith. I just wanted to make that very clear. But, you know, Christmas is for everyone. It is a celebration of family and home and community and giving back to the people you love. And I think that that is uh, religion-free. It is just about loving your family and the holiday spirit, you know? So, I don't know. I I guess a lot of your fans felt like whenever an artist comes out with a Christmas album, it almost feels like they've sold out, like they've ran out of ideas. Do you feel like you're running out of ideas? Absolutely not. You know, I think that there's no shame in taking a breath to sing the classics. You know, you don't want to constantly be putting out new material if it isn't quality and if it isn't interesting. And I've had 
so much going on in my life that I really have been focusing on my family and on Blake and on my career in ways that aren't all about spending hours and hours and hours in the recording studio when I'm not proud necessarily of the music that I'm making. So I'm not, instead of releasing something that I'm not really excited about, I wanted to take a break. I don't think that's selling out. No. I've been working. How old am I now? Right. You're you're 48. Yes. Thank you. You I look was, great, by the way. Thank you. I do look great. When I, I was when I first I was looked 40. up. Yeah. When I first looked up your age, I was like really shocked because I thank was you. like, you just you're ageless. You know. I, I work out a lot. You know, I need a belt to make my hips look wider. I work yeah. out every day. Got great skin. Thank you. Thank you. It's all the bleach. Um. Listen. I wait. The bleach. Four, yeah. You can't get hair like this without bleach. And it seeps in, and it kills off all of your old age reproduction cells. So wait, the bleach goes seeps into your skin? Yeah, I mean it's not science. Science has said that that's not what's happening, but I have no other explanation. I've never had Botox. I've never had, you know, a skin peel. It's just I think the bleach, and I wash my face a lot because the bleach burns my eyes. So I'm trying to wash it out. You know, has it it affected your vision? I mean, no. I I wear glasses, but I feel like for any respectable adult, that that's a normal thing to do is wear glasses. It's no big deal. Uh, but like you, you feel like the bleach has not affected affected your vision. Has it affected anything else besides your skin? No, absolutely. I mean, only my hair. Obviously, it hasn't made it. Uh, I don't even remember what my natural hair color is. I think it's like a mousy brown. Mousy brown. Mousy, I mean, I mean, water blonde if you is what look at your eyebrows, it's usually a, a, an indicator of what your natural hair color is. Yeah, I color my eyebrows also. If you make your eyebrows darker and your hair lighter, then it uh, adds a sense of depth to your face. So since the bleach kind of seeped down and bleached down my eyebrows as well, I now color my those as well. Oh, okay. So y- you really don't remember then, I- I'd imagine. No, it's been like 30 years almost of me bleaching my hair. I mean, you, you've hair, had so. bleached hair since the 80s, so. Yeah, and I, it's a good look for me. I had pink in my hair for a while. And yeah. I, I, I rocked that out, and then pink came along, and I was like, cool, I can't do this anymore, because Alicia was like, this is my thing now. And I, you know, we had a little feud for a bit, and then I was like, let's get on past this. We're different brands, and, and now I celebrate her. She's uh, She's great. Alicia? Yeah, that's Pink's real name. Oh, okay. Yeah, not everybody knows that. It's like Lady Gaga. No one knows her real name. Oh, she was on the show. Uh, It's uh, Stephanie Germata. Oh, okay. Well, she's got a new movie coming out, I guess, with Bradley. Yeah, yeah, Star is Born. I'm really excited for it. What's his name? Bradley Cooper. Right. They asked Blake to play that role, and he turned it down, so. It does kind of seem like a Blake Shelton well, they, they, the, I think they based it off of him. He's so likable, but he's got, you know, there's a little bit of allure, a little bit of mystery in him, which is what I like. He looks like your friend, your best friend's hot dad, which is what's is that what attracted? As about to say, is that what tra- attracted you to Blake Shelton? I think honestly, there's a lot that attracted me to Blake, but with Gavin, he was always just so beautiful, and I was worried that he was the more beautiful one than me. And I always have said I want to be the attractive one in a relationship, and Gavin, you know. You know, he uh, he is so beautiful. That's indisputable. Our children he's got are great beautiful. hair. He's got amazing. He's got better hair than me, which don't ever tell anyone else I said, but he's got better hair than me. Uh, that's off the record. We're going to strike that All right, from I'll the interview. Um, and he is just such a beautiful specimen, but it just made me constantly feel self-conscious about myself. And Blake never makes me feel bad. Blake never makes you feel bad, even when he's drinking? I mean, I drink... Because he's, he's, no, he's had, like... He's been known to have a drinking problem. Sure. Who hasn't? 
I mean, that's why Miranda him like officially like ended was because he couldn't get over his drinking problem. I mean, that's the official story. Is there an, a, a story that you really want me to know? I mean, not really want you to know, but maybe they broke up because Miranda had a drinking problem and Blake took the fall for it because he's a gentleman. He's an officer and a gentleman as far as alcohol problems go. And he told Miranda, look, baby, I will say I've got a problem. And then they ended things so that she could protect her image as well. All right. Well, I, I have to ask, because you, you said uh, you're working on a musical. Um, I'm thinking about thinking a musical. Working, okay, thinking yeah. about There's musical. a big difference. So do, working on do, it. Do you have any, like, ideas, any, like, things, like, ideas for songs for the musical, ideas for the story? Honestly, not yet. I was, you know, this interview has really opened my eyes because I was really thinking I was going to do like based on uh, on the life of a young girl in Tokyo and really just like an American in Tokyo and how she befriends all these, you know, other Japanese people. But now from this interview, you've made me rethink that. So I'm really not sure I was going to, you know, I, uh, I, I, I have to go back to the drafting board, but it obviously it's going to be very female empowerment. There's going to be mostly women, maybe a couple trans, um, trans men in it so that there will be a lot of opportunity for, uh, performers who don't get a lot of feature time. Well, that sounds good. Um, but you, you hadn't written anything yet, you know, no songs. No, not, I, I mean, I was going to reuse, I don't want it to be a, I would never ever agree to do a jukebox musical because I am Gwen Stefani and I don't do things like that. Um, but honestly, I was going to use a few of my really popular songs. Like which ones? Well, like Don't Speak is, is really the best one. It's, uh, don't, it's. Uh, don't Speak? Yeah, yeah. Well, like what's your favorite song? My, my favorite song, it's actually one of my favorite songs of all time is uh, Spiderwebs. Oh yeah, spiderwebs. That was um, I couldn't use spiderwebs because I was too afraid of people comparing my show to Spider Man, and I was like, they're gonna just hear Spider, and they're gonna think, oh, this is gonna be just like Spider Man, and that was such a piece of shit that I can't even be close to considering I mean, it. You have a, quite a few hits, like. Well, uh, what other songs do you like? Of I, mine? I I I love uh, it's my life. Great song. Oh, Under- it is my life. That's that's a really good uh, thought for a musical title. But, but that sounds like it would just be about like you, like a like a one woman show. I would I would say it's my life, but I would say it in Japanese, and then the title of the musical would be it's my life, but in Japanese. Do and you I, speak Japanese? No, I can say konnichiwa, and I can say sayonara, and I can say arigato, and that's it really. But honestly, if you can say hello and thank you and goodbye in any language other than your own, you're doing way better than most people. Really. Yeah, I mean, look at all the look at all the people who are saying you know, uh, no politics, no politics, never mind. No, no politics, no. Po- oh, well, oh. I was gonna insult the people in the South who are saying immigration issues, blah blah blah. It's all ba- it's all fear based because we don't understand the unknown. Um, but if we just take a moment to learn a little bit about another culture or another language, then we understand more about humanity. I think. All right. Well, um, I think we've reached the portion of the show where we like to do our speed round of questions. (gasps) I'm so good at speed rounds. It's like speed bag at the gym. I'm Uh, ready. Yeah, you do work out a lot. I'm 48. Look at me. I look amazing. You do. All right. So the first game we like to play here is Fuck, Marry, Kill. Basically, I have a list of three names. You tell me which category each name goes into. Uh, Okay. First name, Joan Jett. 
Second oh, name. Do I just say, do I have to name them before you get to all three? No, no. Let me name all three and then oh, you tell me. Oh, okay. Joan Jett, Janis Joplin, oh. and Courtney Love. Oh, no. Courtney Love, kill. Boom, kill. I think I would. I almost saw that one coming. I oh, was like, how could you not? She's a she's a disaster mess. Um, okay, so I think I would fuck. I honestly, I think I would fuck Janis Joplin and just try to absorb some of that. Um, but she's dead, right? Yeah, she is dead. Okay, so then it's uh, one and done, and then yeah. I don't ever have to have sex yeah, with there, a corpse well, again. This is an imaginary world where Janis Joplin still exists. We we do a lot of different things in the fuck Mary kill. What We've is got- it called when you're having sex with a dead person? Uh, necrophilia. Ne- necrophilia. Ah, one and done, right? And then I never have to try it again. And then I would marry um, Joan. Joan Jett. All right. She's also alive. Is yeah, she no, alive? She is, yes, she is alive. Okay, good. Good, uh, good, good. Her and Courtney Love are both alive. I don't want Courtney Love to die. I would I, like I, to I say that I guess you couldn't loud. kill Janis Joplin if she was already dead. Well, why would you also? What, what a gifted, gifted star she Damn, was. Died too young. Well, that's what drugs will do. Yeah, died at 27. Anyways... Our next game we like to play on this show is a little bit of word association. Okay, I'm ready. Basically, I will say a word. You tell me the first thing that comes to mind. Mm -hmm. First word, ska. Ska band. Punk. Rock. Tomboy. Shoes. Blonde. Yes. Rich. Me. Famous. Yes. Candy. Bad for you. Fashion. Excellent. Beauty. Okay. Fame. It's so-so. Love. Love. Love is love. All right. Well, that's about all we have time for today. I want to thank Gwen Stefani for stopping on by. Gwen, do you have anything to say to our listeners before you head out? I just want to say thank you so much. Please um, learn Japanese so you can really understand all the dialogue in my show when it gets written. Um, You know, no doubt. It's going to be amazing. All right. Well, thank you again for coming out here. And thank you all for listening. And we will see you all next time. Thank you again for listening to the Yes and I Am podcast. This podcast has been completely improvised. So instead of having the actual Gwen Stefani with us here today, it has been my buddy, Katie Hammond. How's it going? It's going pretty good. Thanks. Thanks for having me. So Gwen Stefani. Listen, I know a lot about Gwen Stefani's personal life, but maybe not a lot, but I know more. Yeah, I, I was surprised you knew the lead singer of Bush's name. Yeah, well, he's very—he's a very beautiful man. Um, he's also bisexual. He, wait, really? Yeah. Did not know that. Oh, well, surprise. Um, <laughs> but I don't know. I, I would recognize a lot of No Doubt songs. I know I danced. To, I had a ska band in high school. How many Bush songs do you know? None. Okay, I was about to say, I only know one. Did I say Bush? I meant No Doubt. Okay. I would recognize a Bush song if it was like the popular one. No, I was just asking because you knew who the lead singer of Bush was, which was way more than I Only because he's married to Gwen Stefani. Yeah, they had the song Glycerine, and that's the only song I know by Bush. Yeah, I think that's the only song anyone knows. Because what are they doing now? Nothing? I, I, I mean, it sounds like they're still together. Apparently, their divorce was like very messy. Really? Yeah, like it was like uneven. Like, like, oh, cause she, she outhurns him like six. Yeah, she was like, one. I'm taking everything. Good for her, man, as she should. I mean, I don't know. I, I, I'm wondering, like, if he, like, what the custody situation is and stuff, and like, if she's paying him alimony. 
I mean, she probably is. We live in a fucked up world where that's something where it's like, even if he makes enough, he's still just going to be like, no, I need more. Yeah, I mean... I mean, look at Britney Spears and K-Fed. I also pay a lot of attention to pop culture, but like that asshole is raising his like 28 other children and is expecting her to pay for them all. So, uh, full disclosure, I was like, until like an hour before you came, considering having you do Britney Spears. No, she's... She's such a mess. She's so stupid. God uh, yeah, bless her. She yeah, never no, had a chance. No, I, I mean, I, I'm going to have a Britney Spears episode, but like, it's one of those things where it's just like, is it the time yet to have it? Because that one's like, you can't really go much higher in interviews than Britney Spears. No, you can't. Well, and also she's so, she's so sloppy. Like she... Britney Spears, poor baby, never had a chance. Her parents literally just were like, pimps her out. Yeah, I mean, she grew up in like a poor community too. Like she grew in up Louisiana. like complete yeah. white trash, like yeah. poor, broke. And then she got really successful. And then she got just, lucky. Yeah. They, but they literally just like hoard her out to the mm-hmm. industry. And yeah. she never had a chance at having a decent adult life. Yeah, I feel like that's going to be like our first like two hour episode is when I interview Britney Spears because I just have so many questions and I want to hear all the stories. And uh, maybe that will be like our 75th or our 100th episode, (laughs) something along the lines where I can just go all out and just be like, all right, and here's Kevin Federline. Oh, my God. What an asshole. What a a loser. He is such a loser. And her new she's engaged now. Really? And her new fiance looks just like K-Fed in his, like, prime. What does he do? I have no idea. I think he was, like, a bodyguard. Interesting. But that might be her last boyfriend. Yeah. No, I mean, kudos to Gwen Stefani for having, like, these sexy men in her life. Yeah. Like, like, Tony Canal, I was, like, watching some old No Doubt videos. I'm like, he is a sexy man. He is. He He's the bald one with the eyebrows, right? No, he's the bassist. He's the Indian guy. Not the bald one. No. He, mm. He's got like the bleach hair. Is it hair. like silver now, his hair? Uh, I, I'll I, Google him. Yeah, I can bring up a picture. No, I, you can Google yeah, him? Yeah, I'll Google him. Yeah. But she's got good taste in men. Yeah. No, I mean... I'm wondering what happened with the lead singer Bush. I mean, she never wrote any real music about him. I think she had like one song about their relationship and it was like too happy. Yeah. Well, I remember reading an interview that she gave where she was talking about how like as a kid, she like always envisioned she'd be married with two kids at 35. And then when she turned 35, she'd had no kids. And she was like, oh, well, I guess I'm not going to have kids. And then she and Gavin got married and she was like, well. I was about to say that that was part of her relationship with Tony was that like. They, they they didn't have kids, and I, I don't know if he ever had kids, actually. Um, Is he still alive? Yeah, no, he still plays with No Doubt. Because, like, they'll, get, they'll break up and get back together as a band. Right. Uh, I think they recently had, like, a tour, like, five years ago. I wonder if anyone went. Yeah, I mean, they were touring with Blank-182, so oh, p- people well. were going. Uh, it was like that uh, uh, 90s nostalgia tour. As somebody who listened to all of Blank-182 all of the time, I would say good for them. I mean, our most recent episode, uh, we're recording this on today's the 4th of August? Yes, Saturday. On the 4th of August. Our uh, episode that released on the 1st of August was our Blank-182 episode. (gasps) Two of our guests did not know who Blank-182 was. No. We had had three guests on that show. (laughs) No. I mean, they'd heard of them, right? Ish. 
I was like, they didn't even know like all the small things, and I was like, wow. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And it was I hilarious. mean, I could only think of one Gwen Stefani song, and it was a No Doubt song from like 30 years ago. So that's interesting. That it was like Don't Speak, because like th- they have so many hits. Like I'm Just a Girl, uh, Sunday Morning. What does Sunday Morning sound like? On a Sunday morning, na, 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 nope. on Sunday. That was like, uh, <laughs> uh, there's uh, It's My Life, um, Hella Good. Uh, Underneath it all, underneath it all, such a good song. Underneath it all, I can't think of how the song goes, but that is sounds familiar. You really love me. Underneath, underneath it all. all, okay, yeah, all right. That's such a good song. It and then her solo—we didn't even talk about her solo career that much. I think that's fine because we, literally the only thing I know about her solo career is that she used all of those little Japanese girls, like to the point of. I mean, she had Hollow Back Girl. The shit is bananas, B-A-N-A-N-A-S. B-A-N-A-S. Shit is bananas, B-A-N-A-N-A-S. Yeah. Such a great... A lot of clapping to be done. Yeah. She had um, Rich Girl, where she uh, ripped off If I Was a Rich Man from Fiddler on the Roof. (laughs) (laughs) If you do not recall. Oh, good for you, Gwen. Take advantage, man. Take advantage. Um, but yeah, no, I, I like Spiderwebs is such a good song. I, I, if you're, are you familiar with Spiderwebs? No, but now I'm gonna go home and sorry, look it I up. can't help right now. I'm going to the Spiderwebs. Uh, it's such a good song. Uh, it's one of those like songs that like really gets you jumping in a crowd. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's also about answering machines, which is kind what? of funny. Oh, remember you don't? You're too young to remember answering machines, or do no, you? No, I remember. I'm, I'm I'm older than you think I am. I'm not sure that's true. How old do you think I am? I think you're 30. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm not older than you think I am. I'm, I'm younger than you think how old, I am. How old are you, 28? I'm 28, yeah. Okay, yeah. close. Um, yeah, so... How would I not remember th- Because answering machines, answering machines, machines I feel like answering machines went by the wayside as soon as cell phones got popular, and cell phones got popular... In, like, 2005. I guess, I guess you would remember them then. Yeah. <laughs> Because I had a rotary phone in my house until I like got home from college. Yeah, I no, like, I mean, mom, I, dad, get rid of this rotary phone. I was about to say my parents still have a landline at home and still have an answering machine. No, no one leaves messages anymore. <laughs> They're like, if you don't answer, I'll text you. Yeah, exactly. Oh well, all right. Where's home for you? Uh, Newport, Rhode Island. Okay. I've never been to Rhode Island. It's a great state. Uh, we have some listeners out in Rhode Island. Shout out to all you guys. Yeah. Um, but um, yeah, no, uh, it's it, it's uh, great. Well, Katie, now that we've uh, <laughs> talked about Gwen Stefani, tell us a little bit about yourself. What do you have going on in the city? Um, in the city, I perform at the People's Improv Theater at the Pit every Wednesday night uh, with Vern, my house team. We're a musical team. It's funny. I, I brought you on knowing you are a musical improviser, and we did no no you. singing. Well, no I don't know any of her songs. I can, I can. Sing. I, I thought like uh, um. Don't speak. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I just hit my desk there. If you listeners just heard that, um, but yeah, no, yeah, you got don't speak. Um, it, it's just funny because she has such an iconic sound she to her has, voice. I, as soon as you said, I was like, what does her speaking voice sound like? Because all I can hear is like her singing voice yeah, of like it's, uh, the raspy, like yeah, but it's like huh, it's very nasally. I'm just really trying to push out the sound, but I don't think that's how her speaking voice. No, she she sounds kind of normal in real life. I think it's it's like an alto esque voice. Now, if, when I listen to this, I'm gonna be so judgmental of how I sound as her because it's gonna be so wrong. 
I mean, we've had people that like had to play like British people that spoke with complete American accents. So. <laughs> well, that's true. Well, like Madonna speaks with a fake British accent. I, I, that's another episode I'm like waiting to do. Well, she just moved to like Namibia or somewhere. Wait, where? Um, she, I want to say Madonna just moved somewhere like not Africa, but she just like bought a huge estate and was like, peace out and left the U.S. Interesting. I mean, more power to her. She's at a point in her life where she can do whatever the hell she wants, yeah, you know? Isn't that the truth? Someday. I mean, I, I know. I mean, I would never want to be married to Alex Rodriguez or whatever their relationship was. But uh, did they get married? I know they were serious, but they were he like with together. For, now? Maybe. Oh, he's such a gross person. Yeah, but he's fucking a lot of hot babes. Yeah. And he probably has a lot of diseases. Oh, for sure. But he's got so much money. His doctors are like, we'll take care of that. I mean, yeah, I guess when you have that much money, like you, you you're cured from everything. Um, but yeah, Vern. Vern, yeah. So we perform every Wednesday night at eight o'clock at the pit. Um, and then I teach at the pit and then I also do a two person musical improv show called what town the musical. And my other half of that show is out of the, some out of town for summer. So our next show will be in October and then we do a monthly show at the pit. Yeah. This will be releasing last week of August. I want to say. Oh, great. So then you're just a shy six weeks away from our next show. And then I tour, um, doing musical improv with a company called Broadway's Exit Musical. And then I also do shows with a company called, uh, this is your life, the musical. So mostly I just do a lot of musical improv. And then on this show, no singing, no No singing, singing. no singing at all. We we had, we got Ben and Jerry from Ben and Jerry's ice cream to sing. (laughs) Their song, but oh, you no, no singing. No Gwen singing. Stefani, she's like, I'm done with that part of my career. Yeah. I'm only judging people I'm singing. I'm judging singing and uh, wearing weird clothes and uh, making Christmas albums. Oh gosh, who doesn't love a good Christmas album? Am uh, I right? I Am mean, I right? I mean, I, like, I just wasn't impressed by her Christmas album, to tell you the truth. Well, no, I mean, honestly, I didn't hear it, but I can imagine that it's bad. A- as someone that like works a lot of parties and stuff. And, like, during that time of the year, you basically hear every Christmas song there is. Yeah, like a thousand times. Yeah, like, I was just kind of like, uh. They just need to play Mariah Carey's All I Want for Christmas. No. On repeat. Because all I can think of when I hear that song is her, like, mess up oh, on the, well. during the lighting. Well, I when, I when that happened, I had the TV on, but no sound. So we only watched it, and we could tell it was a fucking mess, but, like, couldn't hear it. But yeah, no, I, I mean, it lives in infamy now of like the worst like crack ever in someone's voice. Yeah. Well, because for 20 years, 30 years, she just like sc- trying to do that whistle. Tone. She just squelted. Yeah. Yeah. She's you know what like, I mean? And like destroying her chords. But she made a shit ton of money doing it. Yeah. But I now mean, she like still thinks she can and she can't. And also yeah. like your she, voice. She's also like taps. she's awful to her like tech team, which I am not a fan of. No, she's awful to everyone. Yeah. Nick Cannon, if you're out there right now, just know that we love you. Drumline for life, man. You're you're, you're loved. And uh, whatever Mariah did to you to make you a crushed man and not have a career anymore. uh, That's not true. He he hosts. He hosts Wild Now. Oh yeah, He's America's not, Got Talent. No, he doesn't do America's Got Talent anymore. Did he get anymore. fired? Who does it now? It's uh um, what's her name? Tyra Banks. 
What? Yeah, Tyra Banks host. She's so America's scary. America's Got Talent. Yeah. And she's a terrible host. Yeah. <gasps> you should have Tyra Banks on the show. I mean, that that is a future episode for that sure. That has to be an episode. Yeah, Smizing. She, she, she is, uh, I mean, everyone in that, like, America's Got Talent panel is, like, a got a little bit A goddamn mess. Yeah, a little bit of crazy. Like, even Heidi Klum, what happened to her, you know? Oh, uh, well, I, she's, like, 50. Is she really? Yeah. Like, same thing with Gwen Stefani, like... She's just this like beautiful model who is really smart and like, business savvy. I, I still can't believe Gwen Stefani's almost 50. Well, I mean, 50 is a new 30, first of all. Okay. 50 is a new 40. Maybe we can say it that way. But like, she takes care of herself. So it's. But like, she looks like she's still like 35 or like. Yeah, because when you have all the money in the world and like a thousand people whose only job is to make you look good, then you look good. All right. Well, uh, if. Our listeners, yeah, because we got to wrap this up. We, we, we've uh, talked a lot about Gwen Stefani and what it means to be a celebrity. Uh, if our listeners want to find your details and dates anywhere, where can they find them? Um, they can go, my website's just Katie Hammond. It's spelled exactly as it sounds, K-A-T-I-E-H-A-M-M-O-N-D.com, and all my social stuff is there. But they can, most importantly, they can follow my dog on Instagram, um, she's got more followers than I do. It's Days of Vern, V-E-R-N, on Instagram is her handle. All right. Well, go check that out. <laughs> also, go check us out on Instagram. We're at Yes and I Am, and we post photos from behind the scenes, all that fun stuff on there. So go f- give us a follow. Also, if you have not let us have a review on iTunes yet, go ahead and do that. Please give us a five-star review because it helps more people find the show, and that keeps us happy. Thank you again, everyone, for listening, and we will see you all next time.